Is it on? Welcome to the Shaunt Show with your hosts, Curtis, Josh, Mario, and Jordan. Welcome to another edition of the Shaunt Show. We come to you following Coastal Carolina's victory over App State in Conway 35-28. It's the first time we've recorded a podcast as a group in person in a long, long time. We're super excited to do it. We're all here in the same room. Coastal Carolina um, came out of this game with a victory. They looked pretty good doing it. The same flaws that have been our flaws all season showed up. Our offensive line was fine at best. Yeah, Our defense was opportunistic and bad. They couldn't cover anybody beyond 20 yards, but... To come out of this game with a win is monumental for Coastal and is, is really good, you know, headed forward. They, for certain, control their own destiny in the Sun Belt. They eliminate App State from potentially playing in the Sun Belt Conference Championship and put themselves in pole positions to do so themselves and represent the group of six or group of five in the New Year Six. Um, we're excited about what this team can do. Josh, what is your takeaway from uh, Thursday evening? Well, I mean, the students. I mean, the students came out crazy. We set another attendance record. In <clears throat> the rushing defense, what in the world was that? We allowed 88 rushing yards to Cam Peoples, eight, Nate Noel all together. They averaged 3.3 yards a carry. That's something that I, I just, I mean, I just don't understand. How do we allow 88 rushing yards to those two? But Blake Watson yeah. rushes for two. Yeah. That just doesn't make any sense, but... The defense is honestly, they stepped up, only allowed 28 points to App State, only gave up 367 yards, whereas we had about 480. We said in the, the pregame episodes that there was about a 100-yard difference in what we were giving up versus what they were giving up, and it was in favor of them. So my takeaway is that the offense looked as good as I expected. 35 points is what, I mean, that's what we all kind of expected. And the defense was way better than I expected. Not way better, but quite a bit better. And they stepped up, and we played good enough to win this game. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters. And we walk out of Conway with a W. Screw up, State. Yeah, um, outside of us letting our foot off the gas a little bit towards the end, Facts. I mean, we played pretty much a best, like an outstanding game that I thought we would play. You know, the offense started hot, got the crowd going. Um, you know, Jared Brown had a game of games. Jamie Chadwell went in deep into his playbook, caught a lot of great plays. Um, that double reverse flea flicker was, I didn't expect that at all. And Sam Pinkney wide open in the end zone. Um, like you said, shout out to the student section. The student section was rocking. The fans were rocking. Um, you know, we just literally could not, you know, we literally couldn't. Here, that's how loud it yeah. was. That's probably the loudest I've heard in, in Brooks Stadium, and I, in my two years that I was ever. there, I was there. Yeah. Yeah. Probably ever. Maybe ever. Probably. Yeah, maybe ever. And you know, to do it against a rival, against a team that you know, App State. You know, they had a really good start of the season, and to 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 do it at home against them after losing to them last year, getting our lick back this year, it feels really good. Um, we're celebrating now. You can pretty much hear it in my voice. I was yelling like crazy all game. So. Um, Pretty much this is what we expected out of this team to do. We expected the offense to go out and do things that it needed to do. Grayson went out there, bit, it did Grayson McCall things. Um, the defense stepped it up in a big way. The rush defense was really what got me. 
Um, we didn't even. I don't think none of their uh, receive. I don't think none of their running backs had 100 yards. <laughs> none of their running backs had combined. 88 combined yards. Their best rusher had 31 so yards. The the rush defense played really good, really good. Chaz Tag's uh, defensive play this year, no, not this year. This this game for run was really good. You want to tell them what you did to Chaz Tags after the game? Yeah. Um. So I've been real critical of Chaz Tags, and you know, after the game, after I jumped and fell and busted my <laughs> busted my butt on the. On the teal turf and ran on the field. I went up to Chad Staggs and gave him a big old hug and told him, uh, you know, great game plan today. And you know what? I stand by that hug. He hugged me back. And, you know, hey, shots got the W. That's all that matters. And uh, now we look forward to, uh, you know, what we got three more weeks left? Three or four? So we got three weeks left in the regular season. And, you know, we pretty much are a lot for the Sun Belt Championship. So I did. I hugged Chad Staggs. Y'all can say whatever y'all want to say. He played pretty good. He called a pretty good game plan. Yeah, he did. I, I can't even get mad at it. I said you got to show me something. And he did. So great play, by, great calling by Chad Staggs, and this team played really good today. Mario, before you jump into yours, I want to pose a question to the group. Do you think that Coastal Carolina's run defense has improved since the Old Dominion game, or do you think Coastal Carolina's strategy has become go up twenty-one nothing on offense and force the other team not to run the ball because we're still terrible at it at defending it? Yeah, I mean it's a lot easier to defend the run when you know that's exactly what they're gonna do. Like, yeah. When when they have to pass and their runs are not gonna be creative, they're not gonna be able to set up counters. We came up, we got a big lead, but I mean this one was definitely more of a statement to our run defense. But like we said earlier this week, I mean I don't want to say it, but you can kind of throw this game out the window in terms of what you saw. Like the coastal was fired up; these fans were fired up. I've never seen a team more. They were locked in pregame and they were hyped. And this defense showed up fine. We were getting pressure on the damn quarterback. Yeah. Like almost every play, I mean, had was, someone near him or on him. Yeah, the defense is the star of this game, and yeah, I think they're slightly better. I mean, I think that Old Dominion game certainly, like, I mean, you can't get any more exposed than that. So yeah, I think they're slightly better though. I'm, I'm gonna answer that. I think we are as well. Um, you know, just based on everything that's happened the last couple of weeks uh, against Marshall and then going into the night against uh, App, I mean, you just see a different different team defensively, uh, run run wise. You know, the deep, the passing game, uh, the pass defense has not been that much better, but it's getting there a little bit, slowly but surely, it's getting there. But the run defense has made a huge turn since then. And Curtis called it last game uh, in the last podcast. He said that you know we had to get pressure on. Uh, Chase Bryce, we had to make sure that he felt uncomfortable, you know, throw some incompletions, and we even got some QB hits and sacks. So, you know, the defense is playing a lot better. You can see it, and hopefully it can continue the rest of the way um, towards the end of the season. Mario, give us your thoughts on, on Thursday night. What did you see? What did you like? What didn't you like? What did you come away with from this game? Um, well, first, before I answer that, I mean, it's a shame, like, you know, I never, like, never done a pregame for, like, App State, like, and throughout this whole podcast, I was always busy. Y'all did an amazing job. Like, I heard it throughout the car, and you guys did an amazing job. You guys basically predicted a lot of great stuff. Um, first things first, you know, uh, fan base, obviously the student section. Like, I was there. This is the first time in two years I got to be a fan. I forgot what it was like, you know, and this student section showed out, and they, and they absolutely made some noise. It was amazing. You know, y- y'all were absolutely amazing. That don't mean I'm giving you a pass for the whole rest of the year. You better be doing this against Southern Miss, too. Um... 
What I loved about the game is I kind of seen the energy from the jump, like from quarter one to quarter four. It seemed like Coso's energy was all the way up there. You know, again, they talked about this was a game that they've had circling on their calendar for a year. Um, again, we talk about that bad taste in, in your mouth when you take a loss like that, you know? When you take that loss, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. But you know what? When you finally get the second chance, the opportunity to redeem it, if you get that taste out of your mouth, when you finally get it out, it, there's not, not a better, sweeter, there's not a more sweeter taste. Um, so that's why I like, I think the energy was right there. And you can tell from the student section, like they kept that energy too. And they were feeding off of the players. What I didn't like is, again, I see it too many times in every single Coastal game. For some reason, we just cannot hold a lead. You know, we had a 35-14 lead, and that became 35-28 in a very close game. Like, we can't yeah. do that. Yeah. Luckily for timeout management, not that great by App State. You know, like, it ended up being to like a minute 25, and they called a timeout, and they kind of screwed themselves there. You know, once we got that stop, they basically, it was basically over. Kids started storming the field with like 30 seconds left. I stormed the field, Jordan stormed the field. You know, that's a memory I'm going to remember forever, but we cannot keep having close games like this. I know that we're basically a lock for the Sunbelt Championship, but I don't care if we're a lock. Okay, y'all absolutely need to win out these next three games. I told y'all. I said it. Look, I have y'all at 11-1. and one. I vouched on that. I stuck to it. I'm standing my ground. So for the next three games, finish it off strong as if you're fighting for that Sunbelt spot. Well, and I think that's... You know, if there was any game that was going to make that 11-1 prediction untrue, it was this one. Especially because we lost to an Old Dominion team that, quite frankly, we shouldn't have. Um, I think that in the next three weeks, we have Southern Miss at home. We go to... Uh, Virginia, and then two James Madison. Two big correct? games in the season. Two big Huge. games in the state of Virginia. And these are games that Coastal should be favored in all of them, even against a, a Power 5 Virginia team. And I think that Mario, like your 11-1 prediction, I know after the Gardner-Webb game, we, we got on it, and I so regret that that episode is the episode that will live in infamy as never coming out. But... We went around the table and we all talked and we were like, hey, you know, we predicted the, the season like four weeks ago. Where are you at now? And I said seven and five. And this team has grown by leaps and bounds since that, that Gardner-Webb game. Do they still have flaws? Are they a perfect football team? Are they the best team in the country? Hell no. But they are a way better team than the team that damn near lost to a bang average to bad FCS team. And this game proved that. The blackout was incredible. It was. I sat at the 50-yard line. Um, you know, I wasn't in the student section, but the student section was loud and raucous and going the whole game. I wish that I had sat in the student section because I was surrounded by what I love to call happy clappers. It was just people who, like, we'd get a first down and they'd... <laughs> like there was there was no cheering, there was no yelling. Like they were yelling at me for like getting loud and trying to help the team and like be the twelfth man. So it's it's weird that Coastal still has those people in their fan base, but they were there and they were wearing black and they were supporting the team. Uh while I'm on that, uh shout out to uh Antoine Lopers and hey, his I'm mom and that. his family. They all, like, there was, like, six or seven of them at the game. They all had our hoodies on. Like, it was, it's the first time that we've seen our merch in person, and it was, like, such a surreal experience for us. 
Um, so, like, thank you to them, A, for supporting us, and B, for, you know, for, for wearing it to the game and, like, yeah. being, you know, proponents and supporters of the SHOT Show. Um, back to the action on the field. Coastal Carolina jumps out to a 35-14 to 14 lead, and it almost looks like another first down and they win the game. Then they have the fumble. Mario, what was going through your head when Coastal Carolina fumbled that ball while they were only up 35-21? It gave the ball back to App State. It gave them a lot of momentum. Well, I mean, the first thing I was thinking was like, hey, they're going to do it again. You know, and, and the crazy thing is about this game, I was never nervous. Like, I was never nervous. Like, oh, my God. Like, a lot of like even, like like even a lot of people in that student section, when they started catching up, their hearts were, like, running, like, bouncing out of their chest. I never had that feeling. And the reason why is because I kept thinking, I was like, well, first, like, the situation, they would have to score a touchdown just to tie. So it would have been 35-35. That's towards the end. But we're talking about the fumble. As far as the fumble, I'm thinking to myself, here we go again. And, and you got this in the student section, they're shouting. Now, here's the thing, okay? I've talked about stay humble. Even me, I got a little cocky because Jordan, <laughs> me, and the student section, we're all going like, we're all giving them the wave, singing the na na na. We were all like doing all that, those types of things. And this is where App State started to come back up. And I'm saying to myself, they always do this. I don't understand why. It doesn't matter who the team is, it doesn't matter what the score is, they're always doing this. So when I saw that fumble, it was kind of like foreshadowing of what was to come. And I was saying to myself, I was like, all right, it's 21-35, they fumble. And I'm thinking to myself, like, how, how do you guys keep letting these guys back in this game? And the, the truth is, we're on our high horse. That's the truth. We're always, we, we get, we, good things happen, and we get on a high horse, and then, and then we just start plumbing it back down. Well, that's got to stop. But overall, I was thinking to myself, like, here we go again. I wasn't ever nervous. Just because of the situation, because we put ourselves in such a good lead for the early, uh, for like the earlier on in the game, but I can't keep seeing this from Coastal's team. Y'all got to step up. Y'all have to keep that foot on the pedal from quarter one to quarter four. For some reason, I don't understand why y'all can't. Yeah, I, I want to go ahead and kind of piggyback on that. It it wasn't a game that we were nervous about, really. Like maybe the first quarter, but. Coastal never trailed in this game, not a no. single time, and App State did cut it, but once we got up 35-14, the clock wasn't on their side, and it ended up becoming a game, not necessarily the way that we predicted it, but what we thought the end result would be, where you look in with two minutes left and App State has the ball, whatever yeah. like that, but yeah. one major thing is that we did storm the field after the game, the students fell with... I mean, it's one of the steeper field storm drops in well, college yeah, football. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, Brooks Stadium is designed basically so that you can't do that. <laughs> and they did. So I want to go around the room because I was on the field for the game. Yeah. I was doing content. I got some great shots tonight, and I was on the field. So what were your guys's? Um, we know Jordan busted his ass and he fell, but what were your guys's thoughts on the fact that they stormed the field? Do you think we should have done it? And then, because um, my experience was great, we were, I was getting videos of all the players, the fans, it was awesome just to see. Like, I know it's, it's App State, and we've beat them before, but we're also now 2-7 and seven against these guys. We got the Sun Belt back. It was just kind of a celebration of what's been a stressful season. And I think, I, I'm not mad that we stormed the field. I want to know what you guys think and where your guys' experiences was, because for me it was pretty incredible. Well, it's, it's funny to me because... 
a little while ago, so I'm I, I'm I'm on Reddit like all the time. Like it's just it's my primary form of social media. And there's a subreddit that I follow that's r slash college football, and it's it's all about college football, right? And they put a poll in there. This was like six, eight months ago, and they were asking teams like, "Hey, rank your rivals. Like where, like who is your biggest rival? Who's right behind them?" And like Ohio State put like Michigan number one, you know, put Notre Dame put Michigan number one. Like it was it was it was interesting to see. And a lot of the people that are on there that are from Coastal Carolina put App State number one. App State put someone else. I don't remember who they put at number one. But this is our biggest rivalry. I hate App State more than I hate anyone else. Facts. Like, mm-hmm. do I think storming the field against an unranked 5-3 and three team <laughs> is the best like thing that we could do? Probably not. But I also think that it was well-deserved and well-earned and... We called it when we recorded our pregame episode. You win, you're starting on the field. Now, the goalpost didn't end up in the walk em and I am deeply <laughs> disappointed by that. But other than that, I mean, we knew that this was coming. And, and it's because this fan base hates that team, and that team has always been the big brother to us ever since we made the move up to the FBS. And, and we, we kicked big brother in the nuts, and, and we beat him, and, and we took it to him. And I don't have a problem with starting the field. I was, like I said, I was sitting at the 50-yard line, and I, again, I was surrounded by happy clappers. Like, I think the, the closest person to me still had a, was collecting a social security check. Like, that was the youngest person in the section I was in. Um, and so, like, when Final Whistle blew, and, like, the student section was, was piling over the wall and jumping down, and I saw, like, four people just eat it. I was like, no, I'm not going to do that, like... I'm going to try my best to get over there. And then, like, the more I thought about it, the more I was like, no, I'm not going to get a chance to do this again. So I jumped down. And where I jumped down, it was probably a good, like, eight or nine feet. And It's far. Lo- it's far. And luckily, I, I stuck the landing. I mean, I stumbled. But, like, I'm not, I'm not goddamn Spider-Man here. But, like... Like, you know, I did all right. I didn't eat, you know, the back of the bench like I could have. But, yeah, I got in the melee. Like, it was fun to be in there with the players and, and you know, everybody running around having a good time. Jordan, you busted your ass. <laughs> you got the best story out of all of this. Okay, well, What's your take on okay, it? Okay, well, first of, all, <laughs> first of all, I did fall. I'm not going to deny that. I didn't even fall that bad because I, I, I did fall. It was kind of like on my side, though. I fell kind of to the side, but it wasn't that bad. But it was a great experience for me in the two years that I was here at Coastal. Um, you know, we did beat, I was here when we did beat App in 2020, but we couldn't storm the field. Same with BYU. I was about to say BYU yep. was the same thing. We were waiting on like, it. We were waiting on it. Like, we, I, wasn't, I wasn't there for the BYU game then because at that time we were on winter break. Yeah. And so Still I, wouldn't, you couldn't. I, couldn't, I couldn't do it then. Um, but then back in 2020 when we beat out, we couldn't do it then because of COVID. Um, it was only at 20% capacity. So, you know, first game, first game back against App State as an alumni, getting a chance to come back to a record-setting crowd and then getting a chance to get back at a team that beat you last year. Yes, they were five and three. But App State was talking so much crap this whole yeah. year earlier this yeah. year because they were talking crap about how they beat us and not only that, but then they beat Texas A and M, how they beat them in College Station. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, App so. State is not usually a team 
like Georgia Southern runs their mouth all the goddamn time. Oh, I don't understand because they are a god awful football program and athletics program. Yeah, yeah, really, so, yeah, my ass. But like this year was the first year that I can remember where like App State was like, and their fan base was full of vitriol, and that at, that Texas A and M win. Just solidified it. They were nasty on social media. They were talking their talk. And, and it's like, listen, you came to Conway and you lost. Have a good trip back to Boone. We're storming the field. We're having a moment here. Screw off. And, and even um, we were on, me and Curtis hopped on the, the Pub Sports Talk podcast. We love mm-hmm. those guys. They're great guys. They're real civil App State fans, too. We had a great conversation. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, the one thing they couldn't get... Like, even in the most civil App State fans can't get through a conversation about Coastal football this year without mentioning that we haven't played anybody. That's yeah. what they said. They didn't even mean it like that, but they, they've been talking. Even the nicest fans have been talking, and it felt good to get back at them. And, and like we said, it was basically a court – not a court storming, a field storming between this game and the game two years ago because we couldn't yeah. do it. Yeah. So this was a long overdue, yeah, so, so I don't have a problem with yeah. it. It was, it, was, it was fun. It was fun, and I, I, like I said, this is something we've all just said. This is something we'll always remember. Um, yeah. You know, Josh and Mario are still students here. Me and Curtis are, are done. But it was still fun to come back and see that. Um, now that we finally have beaten somebody, yeah. Now that we finally beat somebody of yeah. rele- relevance, if, you, if you beat somebody who's beat somebody, yeah, then so, you beat somebody. So I guess right? we, I guess we proved yeah, something. Yeah, sure, I guess. But Texas A and M is yeah, garbage I mean, anyway. Well, yeah, you so. want to use the transitive property. Here you go. Coastal Carolina beat App State. App State beat Texas A and M. Texas A and M beat Alabama. Coastal Carolina is better than Alabama. I said, Woo! book it. See, right, See. Mario? Sure. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Look, look, let's let's not get too far, okay? I'm a, I, I like coastal, but Transit Alabama ready rules every time. Ugh. Love it. But um, so around probably like ten minutes in the fourth quarter, I thought I was like, we're gonna win. I was thinking about, it. I was like, you know what? Five minutes left to go. I'm gonna like sneak out, and while everybody storms the field, because I didn't know how it was gonna be. Because what I was afraid of was. That one coastal fan was gonna get a little nuts and push me over the edge, and I was gonna like go face no, first. That would have been bad. That was <laughs> oh that, my God. that. No, that's a real fear because it's a big drop, yeah. right? But you know what? Like, I gotta give another shout out to the students because y'all actually, even though realizing like we were gonna storm the field, y'all actually waited for everybody to jump over before you, who was in front of you before you guys ended up jumping over. So like they at first I'm looking and Jordan's like, "Are you ready?" I was I'm looking. I'm like, "This is the last time I'm ever gonna be a fan." And I was this is and I haven't done it in two years. I was like, "This is a big moment." I'm like, of course I'm gonna storm the field. So he jumps over first and he like you know fall. I'm like, "Ooh, that might be a deep fall right there." That looks a little deep. I uh, I went over the ledge. I said, "Forgive me, God." I jumped. <laughs> Landed it. Uh, let me tell you something, okay? That was a perfect landing. You might as well call me Simone Biles 2.0 because oh I just God. stuck that thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, Simone Biles, I know she ain't listening, but for some way she does hear this, I'm telling you, I'm taking that spot once you retire. Jeez, but, wow, that's an outlandish but, take. But I'm just messing with you. Nah, but glory to God because for me, <laughs> sticking that landing and for me to be safe, you know? It's um, so <laughs> Okay. Olympic athlete after they won gold. <laughs> Glory to God. Mario, I love you so much. But now listen, look, look, look. 
the glory to God too for like allowing me not to lose nothing. I like still have everything that I came with, yeah, and true. I can't I can't be more happier with the way I happened. You know, such I didn't a great call night. that man. Like, no, he I, didn't. I, I want to make no, this like, perfectly I'm, clear. I'm, I'm, I'm no, a let me make this perfectly clear to all the Sean Show listeners. I didn't fall that bad. I literally after I fell, I seen a girl fall face first. Into oh, that two gym. two people Goodness. broke their ankles. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I didn't really fall yeah. that bad. I I they say it's adrenaline pumping. And that's why I don't feel it. Jordan's going to wake up tomorrow. His ankle's going to be the size of Grayson McCall's. Oh, wait a minute now. <laughs> we got a grapefruit ankle. Yeah. <laughs> but, but no, I was I was a witness. Jordan's fall really wasn't bad. Like, he, he was on his feet, and then he just, like, then he just stumbled. That was about it. So it wasn't bad, I'm telling you this right now. And he got right back up, and he... Storm. Patreon will leak the video. Yeah, that'll be our first. That'll be our first exclusive content. This will just release Jordan's fall. Oh my goodness! Anything for the show? Show. But, but yeah. No, I I think storming the field was the right call, and, and you guys said it. This fun. is not storming the field against three and five app, even though it is. It's storming the field against our biggest rival. It's storming the field against BYU because we couldn't during COVID. It's storming the field because we couldn't against App State in 2020. It's all those things. It's the first marquee win at home for this program since that that BYU game in 2020. Post COVID, yeah. Yeah, like this is the first post COVID big, you know, big at home victory, and it felt right in the moment. It feels right now. I just I'm so excited for what this program can do and. Again, we talk about the roller coaster. This is the highest of all highs. We can't afford to go down into the lowest of lows. You can't allow the adrenaline of, of beating App State and the, the thrill of beating App State to distract you and, and worry you about beating James Madison or, or beating Virginia or, or, hell, I mean, next week you've got a brand mm-hmm. new Sunbelt team in Southern Miss. The fighting Brett Favre's. The fighting Brett Favre's. We don't know. The fighting embezzlements, really. <laughs> like, good lord. Um, yeah. Like, <laughs> God. <laughs> but, like, you know, it's, it's a new team. It's a new program. It's the first time they've ever played Coastal. You cannot let them come in and start that all-time series 1-0. And you can't allow them to do it because your your heads are held so high from from beating App State. You don't care about the rest of the season. We're in the driver's seat. We can win the Sun Belt East. We can win the Sun Belt. We can end up in in Jerry World for the Cotton Bowl. There's so much for this team. We said it after they lost to Old Dominion. Everything this team wanted to accomplish is still in front of them. That's still true after tonight. It'll still be true next week, even if we lose, which God forbid – but we are so far ahead of the team that lost to, to Old Dominion and the team that barely beat Gardner-Webb that it's night and day. And, you know, th- this team is, is exciting. Uh, I'm excited for, for the last year of Grayson McCall. I'm excited for the last year of Jamie Chadwell. And I'm excited for uh, all the things that are to come for this program. Guys, any parting thoughts before we get out of here? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you said you said 17 touches, but... They got Jared Brown eight touches, and that was enough. And he really should have had more. He dropped at least one or two touchdowns. Two. Well, he dropped but, one touchdown and two in a in big the second play. pass. Yeah. But I do want to go ahead and say fourth fourth quarter, Coastal's up seven. They're up by seven. About three minutes to go. Uh, probably under three minutes. App State had used a timeout. Third and 11. 
and instead of running the ball and making App State take a timeout yeah. and then punting the ball back to him with one timeout left in two minutes, which what we've said all week is the last thing we wanted to do, Coastal Carolina reaches deep into the bag. Jamie Chadwell called a creative play yeah. and hit Grayson McCall, who we haven't mentioned, but he he was injured. In he this was game. banged up. He got hurt on like the first play of the second half. Yeah, and he was in and out of the lineup. He didn't play more than two or three plays in a row the entire yeah. rest of the game. So he was in and out. They put him back in. Bryce Carpenter was in the previous play, and Grayson threw an absolute dime to Jared Brown to ice the game to take the knee, to start the field storming. And shout-out to Jamie Chadwell right there. Shout-out to Grayson McCall. He's tough as nails. That NIL sponsorship they have is like, what is it, like, tougher than whatever. Yeah. That's their slogan. Mm-hmm. Yep. He deserves every bit of that. I wouldn't surprise me. I, I don't know who I was talking to, but they said if he had to rest next week a little bit, it wouldn't surprise me because he was limping every yeah. chance he got. But he stayed in there, and he delivered a hell of a pass. Jared Brown had a hell of a game. And it was it was good all around, and just shout out to them for calling a play there that wasn't just a run up the middle yeah. and punt the ball. Yeah, well, and and shout out to Jared Brown for bouncing back, right? Because not only did he have the touchdown that he dropped that was basically that exact same play earlier that drive, he had a drop on yep. first down that saved App State a timeout, right? And cost Coastal Carolina five or six yards and you make it easy. 40 seconds. Yeah, exactly. Like, it was it was a big drop, even though it was only five yards downfield. Comes back, makes the over-the-shoulder catch, makes it look easy when he's doing it, and it's it was a, a thing of beauty for Coach Chabot to finally pull that out of the bag and say, hey, listen, we have the best athlete on the field. Get him he's the ball. wearing number 14, and he's in black, and we're going to get him the ball. It was great to see. It's what Mario, we said all week. Yeah, really. It's what we said all week. Mario, any final thoughts? Stay humble. Hey, I'm saying this right now. Is. Like I'm telling you, stay humble. I don't care if we got this locked in the bag. You fight like you don't even got it. Simple. You fight like you don't even have this locked in. Period. I'm not saying it. Like you, I'm not saying it again. Stay humble. You treat Virginia... Like, it is the undefeated team, the number one team in the country. You treat James Madison like it's the... Uh, treat every single game like you just did tonight with App State, except giving up, obviously, 2,100 points in the end, or, whatever, or 14, Damn whatever it might have been. But, stay humble, because I know you guys are on that high. You know, I know you're on that mile high. You guys are probably more high than Snoop Dogg on a Saturday, but let me explain something, okay? <laughs> Celebrate it now. Maybe tomorrow. But come Monday... Go on to the next. That's all I'm going to say. It's on to the next. We got three more games to go. And by the next game, guess what? You're 0-0. Zero zero. Simple as that. I'm telling y'all, stay humble. You guys are the kings of Boone, okay? I'm going to give you that. Because I don't give you guys the kings of nothing. But you guys are the kings of Boone, okay? You guys, you guys beat Boone. You guys got that win back. But you know what? Come when you get back into the gyms. Or when you get back into like studying film and everything. It's, it's another day in the office. It's another business trip. So go out there, stay humble, and get these last three wins. All right, well, first of all, I want to say that if you've seen anything on Twitter in the past X amount of minutes, it was Jordan. And that's why I'm going to throw it to him for the last final thoughts. Jordan, please tell me how you feel about the Mountaineers down at App State. It's a lot of, uh, I can tell you right now, it was a lot of toothless women <laughs> up in Boone, North Carolina. There it is. Very, uh, very upset right now, but no. Nah. <laughs> No, in all in all seriousness, um, 
If I was Coach Chadwell, I would have told the guys, I would have said, see you on Tuesday. See you Tuesday. That's what I would have told them. That's they, a lot they, of days off. To have, see you Tuesday. Let them have some fun because I know they, they probably have worked their butts off since uh, that old Dominion loss. They have give them a little bit of time to you know, relax and, and get back to having a little bit of fun. But come Tuesday, get ready. Um, back to work. Back to work. But um, no, in all seriousness, though, like this team can, can, can accomplish so much. And tonight proved that um, if we continue to keep doing what we're doing, you know, Grayson, with him getting injured and everything, you know, the, the warrior he is coming back, you knew he was going to come back. There was no doubt about it. People held their breath a little bit. It got quiet when he got hurt. But Bro would play with a broken ankle if he if yeah. he wouldn't even care. Yeah. He would have he played this game. This game, you could tell it meant so much to Grayson McCall. Yeah. You could we, see it. We kind of we kind of figured we kind of figured that this might be his last chance of getting App State playing App State because we, we think he, we speculate he might leave after this season. Performance like that tonight. So performance like this, and you know, so many up. NFL scouts and the yeah. all we didn't even mention that. Yeah, there were a lot of scouts and the, uh, there were like nineteen NFL scouts mm-hmm. that came. Two from the CF, two from the CFL, and then there was two representatives from the um, Reese uh, uh, Senior Bowl. Okay, so uh, Grayson definitely put on a show tonight. Shout out to Bryce Carpenter for coming in um, during a close game and keeping the game going. He had a lot of rushing yards today. He also threw a touchdown as well. Yeah. Um, big big shout out to Bryce Carpenter for. We, we for, love Bryce Carpenter. Yeah, big shout out to him and you know the guy. Just keep doing what you're doing. You know, just keep trying to get better every week. Go out there and do everything you know to try to win a game, and just take it one week at a time and. Surely, slowly but surely, you know, as the weeks go by, with three weeks left, we'll keep winning, and you know, we'll end up being eleven and one. We'll host a Sun Belt Championship. I think it'll be against either be Troy. It'll either be against Troy or South Alabama. Yep. Yeah. But we can, if we take care of business with that, then man, all all possibilities of a New Year's Six or a bigger bowl game than what they've been projecting for you guys is so possible. So just keep doing what you're doing, and you know, you know. And just one last quote to say before we head out of here. But Grace McCall said, "Teal Nation, let's ride." So let's let's ride. Let's ride the next three, four, or five weeks until the end of the season, and just try to finish the season on top for sure. Absolutely, yeah. And you mentioned it when we first got back to to Josh's place here. You were like, "Hey, they released updated rankings about the group of five. Man, I hope this season ends in Jerry World. It has all the potential to in the Cotton Bowl Classic to be down there. Like, uh, I, please, please give me that. Like, that would be incredible. But, you know, you still got three weeks to do that. We will be back with a basketball uh, pregame or preseason, okay. excuse me, episode later this week. Um, next week we will have post or excuse me, post and pregame for uh, Southern Miss. It's a game on Saturday. Uh, ESPN has picked that one up, too. I think it's on the U again, um, Saturday at 7.30. So that'll be you know another another chance for us to uh, to get together down here, um, at least some of us. So we're excited about that. But, uh, yeah, hit us up on Twitter, at The Shot Show, on Instagram, at Shot Show. You know, we had our little merch drop, and that went way better than we could have expected. Uh, apologies to anybody who didn't get their merch on time. You know, it's our first time doing this. We went through different providers and tried our best to get it to you. And, and we understand, um, you know, the anger or, or being upset if you didn't get it. Um, but, again, we're, we're a tiny little podcast trying our best. But 
keep an eye on that merch shop. We will have some more stuff coming up. Uh, we're thinking about doing a, a greatest quotes line um, and just having having some of the, the more memorable quotes from the podcast on a t-shirt. So we're excited about the future of this show, just like we're excited about the future of this program. But as always, shots up. <laughs>